Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Michelle Martin. Asia Pacific markets are trading mixed this morning in the absence of direction from U.S. markets, which were closed overnight to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Here at home, some breaking economic news Singapore exports dropped in December for the third straight month. Non oil domestic exports dropped more than 20% as compared with a year earlier. The chemical and electronic sectors were amongst the hardest hit. Let's get going with the week. It looks like it's off to a slow start, doesn't it, thanks to the long weekend in the United States. But traders are likely grateful after finishing out 2022, a year that many investors, I think, would like to forget. So 2023 has gotten off to a heated start. Stocks in Hong Kong, as well as small cap counters over in the United States, have been amongst the biggest gainers so far. The Hang Seng Index is up nearly 10% since the beginning of the year. The Russell 2000 Index index of small caps in the U.S. is up 7%. Now, during the same period, the U.S. dollar's descent, which started in late October, has continued unabated. The greenback is down 9% against the euro over the past three months and has fallen even further against the Japanese yen, which at 128 vis-a-vis the dollar, that's its strongest level since last May. Now, last week, we spoke with SPI Asset Management's Stephen Innes about currency markets, and he argued that the U.S. dollar is set to decline further. Well, strategists over at Morgan Stanley agree with Innes. Over the weekend, they cut their year-end forecasts for the U.S. dollar index from 104 to 98. Higher global growth as well as rising interest rates outside the U.S. are encouraging investors to exit the greenback. All right, let's turn our attention to another asset class now that was beaten down last year and which left many investors reeling, but which is rallying strong this month. And that is cryptocurrencies. The price of Bitcoin topped 21,000 US dollars over the weekend. Bitcoin prices are up 25% since the start of the year. Bitcoin's rally has lifted the value of crypto assets above 1 trillion US dollars again, a level that gave way after FTX imploded a little over two months ago. Cryptocurrencies are being boosted by risk-on sentiment as well as the recent depreciation of the US dollar. Many investors are starting to talk FOMO again, that's fear of missing out. Anthony Scaramucci of Skybridge Capital, for example, says Bitcoin prices could rise as far as 100,000 US dollars within the next two to three years. Be careful, though, where some analysts see a crypto resurgence, others believe it's simply a bear market rally that won't last long. Now, in other sectors of the market, European equities are rallying. The stock 600 index of European blue chips is up 7% since the beginning of the year. One factor boosting optimism in Europe is the fact that natural gas prices are on the decline. They've dropped more than 80% from their peak last August. Now, the fall is due in part to a warmer than expected winter. 
efforts to reduce demand for natural gas across the continent are also paying off. Closer to home, investors have their eyes on China today, as Beijing releases a host of economic data, including GDP figures, industrial output and retail sales. Economists expect that China's economy shrank by as much as 0.8% last quarter, amid a sharp contraction in consumer buying. All right, I want to turn to our 2023 stocks to watch lists. Since the beginning of this month, we've been looking at local stocks to watch in the year ahead based on a list that the Business Times has put together. And you can check out these discussions in our podcast, which you can find, by the way, on Spotify and audio. You want to look for the playlist Your Money with Michelle Martin. Now, so far, we've talked about UOB, SIA and Impact, just to name a couple, best known by their initials. Today, we turn to another acronym on BT's 2023 watch list, the Semiconductor Tester AEM. Now, its motto is testing innovation, and its clients come from the semiconductor and electronics industries. This includes artificial intelligence, 5G, and advanced computing. AEM also has a contract manufacturing business thanks to a large acquisition that it made in 2021. This business makes circuit boards, amongst other things. Now, on the surface, AEM's business appears to be doing just great. Its revenue and its profits more than doubled last year, which led AEM to increase dividend payments by nearly 80%. Meanwhile, just last week, AEM opened a sparkling new 365,000 square foot factory in Penang. Investors have not shown AEM much love, though. AEM shares are down 10% over the past month and 36% over the past year. That's definitely a disconnect between AEM's business and its share price. So why haven't AEM shares done better? Well, there are concerns that one of AEM's biggest clients, Intel, may try to squeeze AEM's margins. The U.S.-China rivalry also creating uncertainty for the company. If AEM's clients face export bans, there could be knock-on effects for their businesses. All the same, I'd say we should keep a close eye on this stock whose price appears to be languishing in comparison with the company's business. All right, let's move on now to Up or Down, where you play along with me at home. I name a company or an item in the news. You try to figure out which way it's moving. Is it up or a down? Today, we're going to start with three locally listed companies. First in focus, are you ready? Up or down, Comfort Delgro. What do you think? Well, if you bought shares of Singapore's largest taxi operator a few years ago, say in 2019, maybe even back in 2015, and then you held on to them, you can't be very happy. Back in 2015, Comfort Delgro traded as high as $3.18 per share. Today, it's at $1.14. That's a drop of more than 60%. The last time Comfort Delgro shares closed this low was back in 2004. Analysts are downgrading their projections for the taxi operator amid concerns about its earnings. Bottom line, I'm not seeing much love in the investment community for Comfort Delgro. So this one looks like a down to start the morning. 
Next up, let's turn to the fintech company iFast. iFast has maintained its financial guidance for the next fiscal year and beyond. That should be good news, but iFast shares fell more than 8% yesterday. The company is a subcontractor on a project to build an e-pension platform in Hong Kong. That project is behind schedule, which is not a good sign. So, for me, iFast looks like a down. Next up, let's look at Singapore's flag carrier, Singapore Airlines. SIA shares up 16% over the past three months. More and more people are traveling. Some 2.7 million passengers flew Singapore Airlines and scoot flights last month. That's nearly 12% higher than a month earlier. Some analysts expect SIA's business to rally further in the months ahead as Chinese travelers return to the market following a three-year absence. But the company has its doubters, which include investment house CGSCIMB. CGSCIMB has downgraded Singapore Airlines and it recommends that existing investors sell off Saishas should they rally ahead of the company's next earnings announcement. So, guys, you know what? It's three for three down today. All down. All right. I'm Michelle Martin. Thanks for joining me here on Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.